Hello and welcome. I'm Maggie Batista. I'm a business guide, storyteller, and the host of the We Are Magic podcast. I'm also a human existing through our crazy, beautiful times. We Are Magic is a podcast on peace, personal growth, and entrepreneurship. In this space, I share stories, lessons, and discoveries at the intersection of inner transformation and entrepreneurial manifestations. I'm here to help you connect to your magic, your soul work, the blend of all those things that make you unique. So you feel empowered to create work that feels truly aligning. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, how are you? How are you feeling today? I hope things are looking up for you, looking up for all of us. Today, we're talking about the little parts of my day that form the rituals that I use to anoint or honor my entrepreneurial work and my business. I was inspired to make this episode after hearing Michelle Pelazon of Holisticism capture some of her daily rituals or spells. And her podcast episode inspired me to think about all the ways that I honor or create a devotional practice around my entrepreneurial venture and also my body and my whole self. In general, these rituals formed by repeating various practices that felt good to me, that felt good in my body, felt good and supportive of my work. And they've most certainly supported my entrepreneurial transformation, my process of pivoting from a life driven by capitalism and old, now ancient ways of operating businesses in the world to a more embodied entrepreneurship to launching a new business fully aligned with my values, and to living a life that is supportive of my venture and vice versa. So I'll share rituals that support my life and work and make it possible for me to honor both, support both, make room for both in a beautiful, almost holy way. I think it's okay to use the word holy here. Some of these rituals fall into what I think of as holy for me. Does that make sense? I'm sharing some of my daily rituals, but as you repeat rituals, as you create space for special moments or practices, they do become spells that honor and invoke a way of being in the world that is supportive of your highest self. These rituals were born from my highest intelligence. They arose in my body from what felt really good and instinctual. I don't do them for what they will give me because they don't always produce immediate results, but I do them for the space they create, the results they produce in me long-term over repeated practice. I do them because in a world where we're all working remotely, doing our own thing, collaborating with remote staff all over the world, 
there are fewer office-style rituals. So I've created my own rituals to honor my life and work and way of being. Okay, let's begin. One, first, and perhaps most importantly, I want to address candlelight. I didn't realize this until recently, but I noticed that before certain practices or activities, I lit candles. I didn't read up in some book to do that. It happened instinctively. Before yoga, I lit a candle. Before breath work or energy work or meditation, I lit a candle. Before bedtime, I lit a candle. And before client meetings, I lit a candle. In fact, <laughs> before working on the podcast, I light candles. Before creating content for my courses, I light candles. Before whiteboarding a new offering, I light a candle. I do this to cultivate some good energy in the moment and to honor the practice. But over time, I grew to believe that the lighting of the candle not only made the practice devotional, it amplified or increased the energy of the practice or the moment, creating a super cozy atmosphere and raising the vibrations, not just for me, but for everyone involved. Now, candles are part of my daily rituals and I cultivate certain types for specific energy. For example, during Mercury retrograde, which we're finally out of, I lit a candle that was scented with sandalwood and incense. When I sketch a podcast episode, I light a candle that's scented with like a cozy campfire essence. Sometimes I add rose petals, perhaps to cultivate love or self-love. Sometimes I add dried rosemary leaves for cleansing or purification or protection. I'll add them to candles just to enhance the moment, just sprinkle them in the wax. In general, I find candlelight to be a lovely enhancement of many of my practices. So I wanted to state that one first. Number two, I listen to podcasts at home or in my home office. Now that we're home and driving to fewer places, I found that I missed podcasts. So I now listen throughout the day. I listen to all sorts of podcasts on everything from well-being to business, but I love to dedicate even 15 minutes of my morning to podcast on spirituality. I listen while in the bath or doing yoga and a daily dose of spirituality really helps me lift the vibrations in my body and also in my space. Lately, I've vacillated between a large, large assortment of podcasts that feature, let's see, Abraham Hicks is one. I listen to a variety of podcasts that feature Abraham Hicks. There's also the Reality Riffing Podcast, hosted by Guru Jagat, who interviews some pretty wild fringe characters about the ascension of the humans on this planet. I listen to the Aubrey Marcus Podcast. He interviews various spiritual leaders, thought leaders, practitioners, athletes. Some of them are in the more esoteric arts, but I really enjoy Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And I listen to The Line with Ashley Wood, which is all about the Akashic Records. Any of them will do, and they each help me ground me in the body. They lift my vibrations, and they introduce me to new otherworldly topics that aid my embodiment 
and the spiritual seeker in me. Number three, one of the ways that my values take tangible shape and form is through how I spend my money. I've made it a regular ritual or habit to question where my money goes. And that means that I buy very little to no fast fashion. And I ask myself if there is an alternative before giving my money to the big, big beasts that are Amazon or Target or Walmart. I like to ask myself, is there a small indie business that offers this? And can I find them and support them? So it's become a regular part of my day or week to seek out alternative options for the big and little things in my life, from the food I eat, to the candles I source, to the cleaning products I use, to the items that I clothe and adorn myself with. I do spend a bit more in time and money, but also I really value the abundance types like time and money in a different way, in a more revered way. And when the item I purchase arrives at my home, I almost always make a moment of it. I thank the small business who made the dress. I remove the tags gently only after several try-ons to make sure I love it. I notice and contemplate the joy it brings me. And most important, perhaps, for each of the garments I bring into my home, I scour my closet to send an alternative item out into the world, either to sell it on a vintage site or donate it to a local organization. Instead of keeping a closet stuffed with items, I've trimmed back dramatically and I operate in a, if I'm bringing something in, something else may need to go away. I do this to honor my values, of course, which prioritizes small businesses and indie entrepreneurs. And I do this to honor and reflect upon the sort of entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs who find me, who feel magnetized to my work who want to co-create something new with me in one of my programs. But spending my money with them, I offer a devotion to them as a group, as a community, and I believe I pave the way for the most aligned entrepreneurs to find me and work with me. Number four, I've also made a ritual of decluttering and releasing. Once per week, I scan my desk, my chest of drawers, my closet encounters for anything that can be released or shed from my energetic environment. I do this because it's become a practice of releasing the old in order to make space for the new. Instead of closet cleanouts once per year, I do them every week or two now because it's in the releasing, the act of letting something go, that I create space for the next best thing which may be a new dress, but better than that, it may be a great new idea for my business venture. Whenever I'm stuck or wondering or waiting on a message from my body or my guides in regards to my business, I simply take to cleaning and ridding myself of extra items that have no further use or could be better loved by someone else. It's in this act of shedding and cleaning that I make space for the newness to come to me. I make space for my highest intelligence to honor me energetically and in a tangible way. Okay, number five. I do have a slightly more expensive ritual. I do it to honor and guide and develop my trust 
in my business path in an ongoing way. And if you haven't been able to tell, I work from a place of allowing and surrendering that what's meant for me will come to me, whether that's like the next great trip, the next great read, or an aligned client who's meant to find me. And in tandem, I also work with practitioners who help me connect with myself and my intuition and help me on my healing journey because life and entrepreneurship really is a healing. I have particularly loved connecting to the Akashic Records every few months. I've done it twice this year so far. And in doing so, I get messages that align with what I already instinctively know. And that helps me fine-tune my trust in myself and my path. I also gather rather strong guidance, often from my ancestors, for me to take with me. And I often allow them to influence my programs or offerings or even a share on social media or an email I send to those who subscribe to We Are Magic. And I work with Hillary Perlson of The Dreamery, and I recommend her connection to the records highly. Plus, she cultivates such a cozy and tender place from which to connect. Number six, I have created a ritual of refining my media sources and seeking out media by and about people who do not look like me. It's been a process, but it's now something that I think about weekly. And I believe because I've put my attention to it, new clients and opportunities have found their way to me. This looks like let's say, pruning my Instagram feed, because that's really the only feed that I cultivate actively. I'll prune it to topics that are important to me and influencers who are creating the world that I want to live in. For example, fashion and living the cozy life are topics that amuse me, that bring me joy. And I find myself following thin, white influencers less and less. It's not that thin, white individuals don't have something to offer. Of course they do. It's just that the world in reality is a lot more colorful. In reality, skin tones are far more varied, and so are the experiences of those with darker skin. In reality, across the world, bodies are bigger and taller and shorter and fatter. Bodies are differently abled. And in reality, love is far more complex than the romantic stories we see on movie screens. So to remind me of this, to open my perspectives on everything, to unlearn and relearn, to show myself that this world is more than what the real housewives show us. I have unfollowed classically revered media and personalities and seek out media that is far more representative of the world we do live in and the world I wanna support and learn from and grow with together. I'm still early on in this ritual. I've got a lot of work to do here, but I'm doing it in my own divine timing. And number seven, this may seem like a silly ritual in comparison to the heavy one we just touched upon, but I make my bed every morning. Pre-pandemic, I would just be lucky to get out of the house on time. But since the pandemic, I found myself making my bed each morning 
tidying my space to support not just a tidier environment for me to work in, but also to help me look forward to the end of the day, to my cozy time. Though I work just outside my bedroom, each time my eye catches the view of the bed, I feel good inside knowing that one is tidy and two, it will be such a gift to myself when I crawl into bed later in the day. It will be warmer and cozier. It will be a clean canvas from which to light my candle and meditate or do some skincare and watch a YouTube video, whatever feels good to me. My made bed is a gift to my future self and it becomes an offering to a restful night's sleep and sweeter dreaming. It's a gift to the entrepreneur who wakes up the next day feeling rested and ready for another day. Okay, that's enough for today. I hope you enjoyed these seven rituals for entrepreneurial transformation. I want to say that I hope all these thoughts and concepts are helpful to you, but I always like to mention that I encourage you to take what feels good and leave all the rest. Before I go, the podcast, the We Are Magic podcast is taking a little holiday. This is our last episode until we return on Wednesday, September 8th. I have some wonderful offerings that I'll be working on during this time off, and I'll also be resting a bit, and I'll be sharing them with my subscribers at wearemagic.studio. So definitely subscribe if you feel called to stay in the loop. And I think of all those offerings, the one that stands out to me that I want to tell you about, and it's still coming into view and still forming, is that I am going to host a virtual retreat on September 15th and 16th. It's a Wednesday and Thursday. It'll be like three to four hours each day. And you can get all the details through the site because there will be a special rate for those who enroll in August. And I think the only way you'll hear about them is if you're following us on social media or if you subscribe to wearemagic.studio. I'll get all the details up there and I hope you can join us. Happy late summer and I will see you very soon. Thank you for listening to the We Are Magic podcast created by me and produced by Abby Circatella. You can read more about me and my online courses at wearemagic.studio. It's a space where I support embodied entrepreneurs as they make beautiful things to inspire and serve their communities. Until next time, may your peace bring you all sorts of magic today.